The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We say morning to Craig McFarland. Normally he comes in, or often when he comes in, talks about what's going on at the Muni. This time, you're part of what's going on at the Muni. That's well, you right. always are, but on stage this time, what? Tell me what that's all about. Absolutely. Well, you know, I you sometimes as an actor, you get these roles that you just really want to play, and I've been wanting to play LeFou for a long time, and so he's sort of Gaston sidekick. He gets that great Gaston number in the first act, and I got uh, the opportunity to play that part. So I'm really excited about this upcoming weekend. When you audition, did you audition specifically for this show? And can you, obviously, if you did, you're nodding yes, you did that. I didn't know people could do that. Yeah, I sure did. So you auditioned sort of for whatever shows you want at the time, okay. the, all four shows. Um, but for this particular summer, I knew that I really just wanted this part. So uh, I did one of those risky things where when I went up to audition, I put up one part. And uh, if they wanted me, they wanted me kind of a thing. And you have to sort of take that risk. And you may not end up getting cast if you do it that way. But luckily, it worked out this time for me. And it's been a great experience. Has Disney's Beauty and the Beast been here a couple times before? It has been, yeah. And actually, I was in it about 10 years <laughs> ago were. or so. I was in the ensemble uh, for it. And so it's kind of fun to revisit it and see sort of a different vision of a director and sort of what they bring to stage as well. Of course, all the, you know, you're going to have the beautiful yellow dress that uh, Belle wears. All of that's going to be similar, but there are little changes to choreography or to how they want uh, actors to portray certain scenes, and so it's kind of cool to see the evolution of the show, too. I really thought Rock of Ages was a, a production that was going to appeal to a lot of people. I know Greg talked about it, and uh, how much were they impacted by what happened on the 29th of June? Yeah, it, you know, we were fortunate that we only had to cancel one performance of Rock of Ages because of that. And, of course, we had sort of that haze beforehand, oh, so yes. they also canceled for that. But they were able to get in two final performances of Rock of Ages. And it was fun because all the cast, they sort of help each other out. So uh, a lot of our cast members went out there to take down their set. And just the energy of that Rock of Ages show really helped propel us onto the stage. And so... Now we've got this, you know, family classic that everybody knows about from the movie back in the 90s and uh, from the live action movie that was done, everything else. And so it's great to be able to bring this sort of like traditional show back to the stage as well. We've got this kind of rock and tradition going on all season long at the Muni. Greg, walk me through. How do they determine what production the Muni is going to do each year? Who makes that decision? So there's a play reading committee okay. and there's also a production committee. So both of them kind of work together to sort of Try to figure out, okay, what is a good mix? What's a good family show, a newer show to the Muni? Maybe one of those classic, what we would call war horse shows to the Muni. And uh, that is all happening. It's actually starting for next year right now. I uh, just got an email about it yesterday. And that will go on until about September. And that's when we will uh, make some selections. And then we start to market that right around October, November time frame. So When do you decide on the directors then? So the directors will be going in sort of in the, the next couple of months here. Uh, we traditionally ask people that have directed at the Muni before or maybe assistant directed because that's a great role to have if you're thinking about potentially directing in the future. Um, speaking of which, we have an amazing assistant director for our show uh, at Beauty and the Beast. And so someone that I think would in the future do a great job directing, Lindsay Rudd. And so we'll send invitations out to lots of people to try to get them to, to what we call bid for a show. And so that means that the, the committee looks at it and sees who might be able to put on the best performance 
uh, next summer. Tell me about this particular cast comprised. Give me the demographic, if you will. Absolutely. So Christy Mock is our belle. She's, this is uh, her second time on the Muni stage, and she's just got such a lovely and beautiful voice. Sam Steer is our beast, and he's got this amazing, great, full baritone voice. Uh, first time that he's been on the Muni stage, wow. which is so cool to get people. I get to uh, play around with Dan Mon. He is someone that's such a versatile actor. He was our Che in Evita. He's played several roles out at the Muni and always does a great job. And uh, he's just got a great voice. And so it's fun to play that sort of comedic foil to him throughout as he's playing Gaston. And then, you know, it's great to be able to look around the cast and ask how many people are first-timers at the Muni. Right. And I would say... 30, 40% of this oh cast my. are first timers. Uh, and so that's always great when you've got such a large cast and a large group of people that are coming out for the very first time. It's a fun experience. Did you ever ask these people what took so long to come out <laughs> to, to try, audition for the Muni? I mean, a lot of them have been around Springfield for a long time. Well, we've got a lot of kids in this show, oh, okay. so that helps. Sure. But also, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's one of those things where. Um, you know, auditioning for a show could be a little bit intimidating. And so we try to, especially during audition season, try to make sure people think that uh, it's the most comfortable um, environment that they could possibly audition in. And luckily, we get more and more people every year that come out for the first time. And, and those people are the ones that really make the shows. I mean, our beast, one of our leads, first time on the stage, and he's just going to, uh, audiences are just going to love him. He sings this song at the end of the first act. And in rehearsals, which hardly ever happens, most people are trying to kind of figure out their own thing or they might be off in a corner doing their own thing. Uh, in rehearsals, every time he's sung the song, people just stopped and clapped at the end of it. I mean, it's just incredible what he's able to do. And Chrissy the same way. She's going to be a wonderful belle. And um, it's just going to be a great performance for all the kiddos to come out, the whole family to come out. When did you start rehearsal for this? And where do you rehearse at? What facility do you use? Because obviously the Muni stage is being used. Yeah, we're a resident of the Hoagland Center for the Arts. Oh, that's and right. so yes. it really sure. helps us. Uh, some of these shows uh, do, we have connections with SHG and things like that as well. And so we're really grateful for people to let, let us use those rehearsal spaces. But we were at the Hoagland. We started in about mid-May. So it's about an eight-week process for us. And, of course, the creative staff, they've been working. LaDonna Wilson, the director, Nicole Pittman, the vocal director, uh, Sarah Moore, the choreographer, and Anna Meisenbacher, the choreographer. Um, and then, of course, I already mentioned Lindsay Rudd. They've been working really for about a year on getting everything ready, the creative uh, juices flowing to make sure that they can bring this stage, this show to the stage. How many years have you been in production now? Or what production is it for you at the Muni? I will tell you, we, I started in 2010. Okay. So, it's about 13 years, and I think in that time I've been in about um, about nine or ten productions, and so I love it out there. I love spending summers out there. Will you do other productions year-round, or is the Muni it for you, or will you go to other venues? I've got a kiddo who's seven years old, and okay. so it, it's kind of made it to where maybe I do a reduced amount of theater, but what I'm really excited about is he's looking into doing things like Hoagland Education, oh, really? and he's looking into, we're try, I'm trying not to push him too hard sure. into like that direction, but once I'm able to do shows with him, I think that'll be really special too. So as of next year, he's eight years old, he can audition for Muni. Um, that, those kids are so talented that it is a tough uh, and competitive field when it comes to kids' auditions for the Muni, but uh, if he's able to make it into a show, it'd just be great to be in a show with him. So I think my theater will continue on, but usually about one or two shows a year is what I'm able to do. Do you talk to any people or do people ask first time on the Muni stage mm -hmm. and they're going to walk out their opening night on the 14th, Friday night, 
and they're going to look, and there is no ceiling, and there are literally no walls, and there is people sitting there, and you are out there in the open. What can you tell them about something? That has to be just an incredible experience. It's always so cool because I remember sitting there on Fiddler on the Roof, our first show of the season, and you've got the moon kind of like coming up over the stage. It's just such a, there's really no feeling like it, that outdoor theater and especially, we've really been pretty uh, fortunate with the temperatures and weather sure. this uh, this whole year. And it looks like we're going to be this weekend as well. It's just kind of a cooler temperature. And you can sort of just settle in, get cozy. And I love sitting on the lawn. Uh, we have reserved seats as well where you can actually have, like, full full seats. But lawn seats, you bring your own chair and you just kind of relax out there. It's just there's no environment like it. People can get reserved seats if they'd like. How do mm-hmm. they do that? Yeah, so you can go to themuni.org, and that's okay. muni with an I, and uh, you can go to our Metro Ticks ticketing provider. And I would make sure we encourage people to do that. Of course, we live in the age where there's people selling tickets or uh, scam tickets yes. everywhere. So make sure to go to themuni.org. Tickets should be around $22 and then about a $3 fee. So if you're trying to buy tickets and they're anything over $25, do not buy them. <laughs> make sure you go to themuni.org um, to make sure you're going through MetroTix, who's our authorized ticket seller. An hour before showtime, somebody decides to go. Can you buy them at the gate? You can actually buy them at the gate, okay. and you can still buy them online. So if you want to avoid the line okay. at the box office, you can buy them uh, all the way up to the start of the show, and you can just bring that kind of QR code ticket out to the site, and then you're able to get in that way. You can also pre-purchase your lawn seats if you want. That's something kind of new. We started that last year. And so uh, in the past with a Disney show like this, you would see a very long line at our box office. And now you can sort of avoid that by going to themuni.org and buying those tickets in advance as well. How about concessions available? Concessions are available. We also do allow you to bring in your own food and beverage as well. So you can bring a picnic out there and just really enjoy a time with your family. So people will start showing up. The shows start at 8.30. Uh, people will start showing up at 6 or 6.30 to get to the pavilion and have their picnic and then kind of meet with friends and then go in and see a show. Always ask people of the cast when they're in, no matter what it is, rock of age, whatever the case might be. You guys ready? Yes, I think so. <laughs> uh, last night was our first tech, tech rehearsal. Yeah. I'm a, I am uh, surprised at how awake I am right now. Um, <laughs> but we've got, a, we've got a great cast and we've had a great creative team. And uh, we just can't wait. I, I love this show. It's my favorite Disney show. I'm a Disney guy. And uh, I can't wait to get the experience of being out there this weekend. Craig McFarland, will you have butterflies in your stomach before oh, you walk on stage? Well, especially with this song, because it's, it's one of those roles that I've always wanted okay. to do. So uh, when I go out there and sing Gaston, a couple of seconds before I start, I'll have butterflies in my stomach. So. But that's good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's what um, I've heard people say. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely keeps you motivated. For How sure. long does it take you to learn your lines? Or the lines? I, I would say, like, this one was kind of baked in because I've been watching this oh, okay. since I was a kid, right? So um, this one wasn't as bad as some of the other ones. I like to just kind of keep repeating them in rehearsals and go through repetition. Um, but I had the song in particular. That's the song I auditioned with, and uh, I had that one down a little early, which was nice because then I can focus on other areas too. Eight productions, am I right? Three this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? We are doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then uh, four the next oh, week. Four the so, next week. Uh, we're, we're stopping on Saturday nights now. Um, we don't do a second Sunday performance. Um, anymore, and that's mainly because we take down the set. It allows for the next group to go on to the stage. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Beauty and the Beast this weekend starts at the Muni. Love your mom and dad. Love you, Tom. 
You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.